0: a Shen the Peleotes here in Shen on the 170 and the topic of Baths of marrying one's daughter off tells us the evils that lie in looking for wealth, a wealthy husband for your daughter. Now let's not get confused, let's not get scared. If you have indeed somebody who listening to the share and you have wealth and you have a daughter, and she's getting married to someone who is very wealthy, that, that's not the problem. Or if you are a family of tremendous wealth, and you have a son who's being married off, that's not what they're talking about here. What we're talking about, don't look for the money. That's what we're talking about. Don't marry for the money. That's the problem. You're, and and, and you think thinking like, well, who would do something like that? Who would marry for money? It sounds, sounds like, that sounds disgusting. He married because of the positive qualities of this person. Well, you're right. I think it is disgusting. Let's see what the Pelliot has to say about it. So you have people who are very wealthy. And therefore, they only want to marry wealth as well. He says you have sometimes a shirk that will look to go to fruition only because the family members are exceedingly wealthy but the chasn himself is an empty container. He has no Torah. He has no Yerushimaim. The Midas is are something that you do by Arab Pesach when you do badika, You look to find them. You can't find his it, good qualities. But you know what he has? It's, it comes from a lot of wealth. It says, don't marry a daughter after such a person like this. Even if their wealth goes up to the heavens, he says at the end, all that money is going to come crashing down. He says you find numerous times at the time of the marriage. The parents had tremendous amount of money. Unfortunately, they lost all their wealth to the point that they were searching for bread. And even if they are very wealthy, the lady, the daughter, this person's daughter, could live a life of tremendous tzar, pain and difficulty. And he says you have this wife of a very wealthy husband and he's never home he's always traveling, always looking to make more money the Olam who tarud v'peulov v'chesh benaysof, he's always busy tarud v'peulov v'chesh benaysof. Umar ben Nachasim, umar ben Daiva. He's always busy with the business, amassing more wealth, and then you know what happens with the more wealth, more worry. As the Mishnah says in Perkei Yabis, umar ben Nachasim, You have more cars, you have more worries, you have more houses. You have more worries. You have more watches. You know, some people have drawers. Drawers, not one, two, plural, maybe three, with with watches, twenty in each drawer. And let me tell you something: they're not Timex watches, and it's not the only Timex watch. If you have one, they tell the time, and each watch is thousands and thousands of dollars. And they have drawers and drawers of these watches. And then they have insurance on the watches. And they have to pay the insurance on the <laughs> <laughs> it, it, It's not much a cycle. <laughs> and because this person is all stressed out because of his focus on always amassing more wealth and the lack of satisfaction with what this person has, he is very quick and hot-tempered to quarrel with his wife. He says even more so, <coughs> there's another reason as to why the husband and wife will be unfortunately at, at odds with each other. Because the wife says, the wife sees the husband that he doesn't follow mitzvahs, doesn't keep mitzvahs, that serious about the mitzvahs. Doesn't he? Doesn't follow them properly? Doesn't know the halachas? Doesn't learn? And it bothers her. She wants her husband to learn a little more, to be a little more God fearing, to do the mitzvahs on a better level. Not the case. Not so. When the person gives his daughter to a Tamil Khal. Matoy how fortunate is her fort is her lot. He says how fortunate is her lot, not just in Ilum Haba, but in Ilam Hazeh as well. In Ilum Hazeh, you know this reminds me of the famous story which we said over in the past with the Aaron Crothers that's out. And, and, and the wealthy Gvir, the wealthy man who supports all the Torah, he supports it, which is Baruch Hashem. You don't always find that. But he does. He supports it. He asked Aaron Kotler, he said, we're always told that one who supports Torah, he's going to have the same reward the one who learns it down here in this world. So what's the difference? What's the difference? So if Aaron Kotler says, Oilam haba, yeah, they're going to have the great Oilam haba the same. He's missing out on Oilam He's missing out on this world. If he's not learning Torah here in this world, he's busy running around and focusing on the Torah And not on, on the Torah of Elam He's not enjoying Elam Hazer. And that's exactly what the Peliites is saying. You have, you have people who have much less. Much less. But to live a happier, healthier life. Money does not buy happiness. It helps you pay your bills. That's for sure. No one's going to disagree with that. But it does not buy happiness. Here he's telling us, be careful. Don't marry your daughter off just for the wealth. And just to repeat, it doesn't mean to say if there's a wealthy shidduch, it doesn't mean you have to run away from it. If it's a good boy, a good girl, wealthy people shouldn't get married? Of course they should get married. What's the shayla? when she marries the talmud chacham t'chiyah v'timsa k'v'du shalom lo yisechsa he says if people would have the proper focus they would try to find a person who wants to stay in learning and support him and support that lifestyle and even if they have to be supported from the tzqaka, it won't be an embarrassment for them. Because of all the reward of that's awaiting those people who live a life of they might not have so much down here in this world, but they have a tremendous amount of reward waiting from the Ulum Abba. Ramaisha finds himself paskiz he was the place a dog. That if a person says, I'm not going to learn yeshiva because then I have to take stock of money, that's the Yetzirah. That's the Yetzirah. You take the money and you learn and you learn. And your learning is giving. Like my Yeshiva, Zechat Sagdiv told me, he said that people who are working for the government, they're doing something for Officially, they should be doing right. And they're doing something for the for the country, right? But they're taking a salary. They're taking a salary, but they're giving. They're givers. When people are learning, that's the salary. No, it should be a bigger salary. But that they're giving. They're giving more than they're receiving. They are giving, and we have to appreciate this. He says if you have that money it's the right thing to do to support the Torah support the Torah sitting and learning and you the one who supports him gets the most out of it.